welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. This is Blake Lindsay welcoming you to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. How has your week been so far? I hope you have a peaceful one. This podcast is equal encourage us to keep going even when it is hard so that we can accomplish our goals. You have to make a commitment to your goals. Let's listen to Zig and I'll be back to recap. The question basically is this. Ziggler, you say it takes time to set goals. How much time does it take on a daily basis to follow through? Very important question. Here's what it takes me. The first of the week, it generally takes me roughly 30 minutes. I do that either Sunday night or early Monday morning. 30 minutes to to figure out what are the most foremost important things that I've got to do, the goals I want to work on this week. Then each day, it takes me roughly 10 minutes. I keep the performance planner with me. What I do is, uh, like if I get up at 5.30, which I frequently do, I simply keep a schedule then uh, by each event that changes. How long I spent doing this and how long I spent doing the other. At the end of the day, then, I sum it up. Then I can evaluate immediately whether I have accomplished my reasonable objectives for that day. I give myself a grade on each one either a plus or a minus. If I had a physical goal, plus or minus. A social goal, plus or minus. Somebody asked me during the break, do you expect a plus on every one of them every day? Obviously not. For example, my social goals, I do not want a plus on every one of them every day. That simply means that I would be spending too much time visiting and not getting things done. But at the end of the week, the ones I... uh, do not reach our market, the minus in red. That way I can instantly at the end of the week look, and if I got too much red, then I'll look where I got the red, and I'll know whether or not I really had an effective week. Now the question is, how do you reach all of those goals? You start by recognizing that this is going to involve change. Now, all change is not progress, but you can put it in the bank. Without some change, there's not going to be progress. Can a person change? Yes, they emphatically can change. Tell you a story. I have a close friend. His name is Ike Reichard. First four years of his life, he was uh, in Appalachia. When he was four years old, his dad, who was a quarry worker and a pulp mill worker, moved them to inner city Atlanta. Ike became the first member of his family to ever graduate from high school. He decided he was going to go to college. Well, his family even thought that was ridiculous. His friends poo-pooed the idea. Here's a kid uh, from Appalachia, raised primarily in inner city Atlanta. Ike, you're kidding yourself. No, I'm going to go to college. Well, he went to college. And the first year, he flunked out royally. I mean, uh, they invited him not to come back next year. And you know, like a lot of people, I said, well, no big deal. And he did not go back the next year. 
He became a disc jockey at a very low power station. He loaded and unloaded trucks. He did a lot of menial jobs. He was out of school six years struggling for survival. Here's the reason I get so carried away about ongoing education. He picked up a copy of See You at the Top. For the first time in his life, he learned something about self-image and about goals. For the first time in his life, he believed that, yes, he could do something with his life. He decided he's going to go back to college. He applied at Mercer University down in Macon, Georgia. They respectfully declined that invitation. He applied again, and this time he had gone there in person to plead his case, and they still said, right? There's no way. You've been out of high school now six years. You flunked miserably the first go-round. There is no way. Well, as he was walking out of the room, uh, terribly despondent, he bumped into Dean Hendricks, the lady who was in charge of that, and uh, she could see that he was a troubled young man, and she asked him what the problem was. And uh, he literally wept in front of her. He said, I want so badly to get my education. I am now ready to get that education. They're not letting me back in. Well, his openness, and frankly, I'm certain those tears played a major part of it. She said, okay, Ike, I'm going to let you in school very conditionally. If you do not maintain a B average at the end of this year, your education at Mercer is all over. Two years and three months later, Ike Reichard graduated magna cum laude. Today, within a 30-minute drive of inner city Atlanta, where Ike Reichard was raised, he pastors one of the fastest-growing churches in this country. Ike Reichard does an awful lot of youth seminars. He is making a dramatic difference in an awful lot of lives. It says again and again and again and yet again uh, that you can change. As you know, I've also made the statement of that one definition of insanity is to think you can keep on doing what you've been doing and somehow or another get different results. Now, folks, that simply is not going uh, to work. You've got to have the willingness to change. You've got to have a vision When Alexander the Great had a vision, he conquered the world. When he lost the vision, he couldn't conquer the liquor bottle. Vision definitely does count. When David had a vision, he conquered Goliath and the Philistines. When he lost the visions, he could not even conquer his own lust. With that image right, with your direction set, It's astonishing how many more things that you can do. The next statement is one you've already heard me make at least a dozen times in this series, and that is you make the commitment. Again, when you make a commitment, you encounter a problem, you immediately start looking for a solution to the problem. Without the commitment, you start looking for an escape from that problem. Sam Walton said this, commit to your business. I think I overcame every single one of my personal shortcomings by the sheer passion I brought to my work. Number three, if you're going to reach your goals, all of them, you've got to build a solid foundation. And that foundation of necessity must be built on integrity, 
honesty. It's got to be built on the right qualities. Otherwise, you might reach some of your goals, but you won't reach them all. A number of years ago, I had the privilege of going atop Calgary Tower in Calgary, Canada. That structure is 626 feet above the ground. Now, I believe in visualizing uh, uh, a lot of things, and this, you know, that's a strong biblical principle. I cannot visualize without painting a picture why tall is 626 feet. I knew that was two football fields plus 26 more feet. Then I can say, hey, that is way up there. Now, Calgary Tower, according to the cassette recording that is on it, when you press the button to go to the top, the structure weighs 13,000 tons. And 7,000 of those tons are underground. When you've got a foundation like that, you can go high. Alan Bean, one of the astronauts who walked on the moon, is a friend of mine. He's one of the men who stayed on that space platform 57 days as it encircled the earth. He invited us to fly over to watch the blastoff. It is a spectacular sight. I was talking uh, with Alan about that, and he said, Zig, if you think all of the gear and apparatus and so forth, if you think that was spectacular, you should see what you couldn't see. He said, Zig, the tons and tons and tons of concrete from which the blast-off took place is absolutely wonderful. He said, man, with a foundation like that, you can go anywhere in the world you want to go. The foundation has got to be solid a good architect can come to downtown Dallas or downtown L.A. or anywhere else and look at the hole in the ground and tell you how big, how wide, how tall the building is going to be. The foundation is the determining factor. You see, a lot of people today still believe and they get confused between success and uh, popularity or fame. Madonna has one. Sister Teresa has the other. A lot of people equate success uh, with having a lot of money or getting a lot of recognition. But I can tell you, I know a lot of people with a lot of money who are not very happy. I know a lot of people who get an awful lot of publicity who are not very happy. You might think about the richest man in town. You might say, well, that sucker really is a successful individual. But when you check up on all of what he's got, how happy is he? What kind of family relationship does he have? How many friends does he have? How much peace of mind does he have? What I'm talking about here is winning the whole ball game. And the foundation is the important thing. Good points to remember. If we want to reach our goals, not only must we persevere, but we must do it with integrity and character. I would love to hear from you so that I can encourage you in your goal-setting efforts. Feel free to leave me a message at info at Ziegler.com. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziegler. Ziegler.